wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. In comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Royals podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Rylan Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. This show is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Go to RockAuto.com for an amazing selection of reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. And I'm sick of being in this position right now. I'm sick of having to come on here on this podcast, get behind this microphone and talk disparagingly about the sport that I love because it makes me sound like I hate the sport. I don't hate the sport. I obviously love the sport. I get paid to talk about the sport, but I hate what's happening right now with this sport that we all love. Again, I'll start this conversation by saying, if you're listening to this podcast with what's happening in baseball right now, with a global pandemic happening, with everything going on in the world, baseball has you in their back pocket. But I will say that it's quickly losing a ton of people right now. And that is the most disheartening part of all of this. And on Monday night, Rob Manfred comes out and he says that he is not confident that the MLB season will happen. He's not 100% sure the MLB season happens. He's, he's frankly, again, not confident that baseball will return. This is days after that Rob Manfred said he is 100% sure that baseball will be played this year. What changed in a matter of days? The players and the owners stopped negotiating. The players said, look, you're offering the same thing over and over and over again in a different package. We're done addressing this. It's up to Rob Manfred now. The owner said, it's up to Rob Manfred now. But yet, Rob Manfred's the one without any of the answers. This is embarrassing. It's embarrassing for the sport, and it's going to cause the sport to die. I promise you, this sport is dead. They're not dead to you and me, but nationally, they're dead. We are now hockey fans. When was the last time you heard hockey get discussed on TV? When was the last time, even during the Stanley Cup Finals, that hockey was mentioned on SportsCenter, uh, on a talk show, and things like that? I'll wait. It goes up against the NBA Finals, so that overshadows it. Yeah, baseball's postseason goes up against the NFL season. The start of basketball season. Folks, baseball's hockey. It went from a solid third most popular sport after being the most popular sport in the world. It went to the, to the third most popular sport in America. And now it's tied for dead last. And I wouldn't be surprised if the MLS plays this year, which they are, 
and they steal fans away from baseball. Now, I'm not sure exactly the schedule of MLS. I know they play in the summertime. I've went to a Sporting Kansas City game before. That's the extent of my soccer knowledge. But I wouldn't be surprised if you've got more sporting fans out there next year than Royals fans out there next year. Because what baseball has done in the public eye is despicable. Let's just go back for a second. Because what Rob Manfred said today really just infuriates me. Not the fact that he's not confident in in baseball returning, because that frankly is a tactic, because what's happening right now is the players play this perfectly. They stop negotiating in enough time to where Rob Manfred actually cannot just implement a season. Because if he implemented a a 48-game season, the players would say, look, we have plenty of time to play way more than that. So that's proof that you guys did not negotiate in good faith. So Rob Manfred was hoping that that repackaging, you know, the same the same deal from the owners would prolong for a couple of more weeks to allow him to say, look, all we have time left for now is 50 games. That didn't happen. The players put the pressure on him and he crumbled. He crumbled under the pressure. But what really gets me going here, of many things, of course, is the fact that he says the MLB does not have a plan in place for health risks. They don't have a health protocol in place. How can that be? We've we've never been out of a global pandemic since the season was on pause. So this was never something that you just didn't have to worry about anymore. And let's remember what put this season on pause was not a CBA you know, disagreement. What put this season on pause was the coronavirus in March. That should have been the first thing that got resolved. How can we play again during a global pandemic? How do we test the players? When do we test the players? What happens when a player tests positive? That's your first course of action. And then you can figure out the schedule. And then you can figure out the salaries. And then you can figure out the postseason. But the first order of business should have been, how do we keep everyone healthy? Because that's why the season stopped. The season did not stop because the players were on strike. The season stopped because we are in a global pandemic with the coronavirus. So you're telling me you spent this entire time not addressing the coronavirus. And now we're seeing an uptick in cases around the world, in cases in America. We're seeing baseball players and coaches and and front office members test positive every single day. It's being leaked by baseball to the AP. We're seeing that now. And yet you didn't think it was a good idea to at least iron out the health protocol of all of this first? That's what basketball did. Basketball has had a, had a plan in place, including the testing, including the quarantine periods, including everything health-wise. They've had that in place. And then on Monday, they came out with how the salaries break down and how incentives will work, considering that you weren't given enough time to reach your, your incentives in your contract. They did that last, which should have happened here as well. And you know what? In basketball, we didn't hear about the contract salary negotiations. We didn't hear about it. Because they doubled down with not only ignoring the health issues, but they doubled down with the most 
insane way to view this, which we'll talk about after the break. But right now, I'm going to talk about our good friends over at Rock Auto who are not insane and actually do amazing work, unlike Rob Manfred, because rockauto.com has been a family-owned business serving car parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. 20 years ago, a lot of you had no idea how to check your email, but you could have been buying car parts from rockauto.com. Why go to a chain auto parts store when all they're going to do is order the parts online and then upcharge you for them? Go directly to rockauto.com, order those parts, save 30, 50, even 100% more. rockauto.com has a base price. They're not upcharge you based on what you're going to do with these parts. No matter if you're an expert or a beginner, they've got you covered for a great price. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts your car will ever need available for your car or your truck, right? Locked on sent you and the, how did you hear about us box? And they'll know what to do from there. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. I also want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar because Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. It tastes like it's bad for you, but it's actually good for you. It has all the protein you need for low sugar, low carb, low calorie. It's filling. You can use it as a meal replacement. You can use it pre-workout. You can use it post-workout. It's just fantastic. You need to get your hands on some Built Bar. And right now, it's 50% off with proceeds going to charity. So it's a fantastic time to get in on some built bars right now. I love the banana nut bread flavor. I also love any flavor that has peanut butter because of course the peanut butter mixed with that chocolate on the outside is just amazing. Go to billboard.com, use promo code locked on, get $10 off your first order. Again, promo code locked on for $10 off that first order. So no matter whose side you fall in on this, can we all agree that the most idiotic thing which there's a ton of idiotic things in this, but the number one thing is the fact that we do not have a plan in place to battle coronavirus when it's the very thing that put this season on the shelf. It's the very thing that halted this season, and yet it seems like MLB has not even addressed it. It seems like MLB has not even thought about it. That is insane. That is psychotic. I mean, what were they doing? I'll tell you what they were doing. They were battling for money in front of a nation, in, in front of a, a, a fan base that has seen the unemployment rate sky high, historically high, that has seen people take furloughs and pay cuts, uh, get outright fired, of course, while they're bickering over millions of dollars. And I do not begrudge the players. I've said that this entire time. The players deserve their money. They have the right to that money, and the owners are in the wrong here. Unquestionably, they're in the wrong. But what's also wrong is making this public. And it seems like the owners are also the ones leaking out information. Let's just be honest here. If you actually have kept up with the story, and you've read the leaks and what they are and who they're coming from, it seems like the leaks are all based from the owners and not the players. But whatever decision was made to make this a public a public grudge match was just totally crazy. That's how you sour a fan base that was already dwindling. That's how you do it right there. MLB was already a dying sport. And this is the nail in the coffin if they do not play this year. If you take baseball off the screen, which is already a regionalized game, if you take it off the screen, 
for 18 months with possibly a strike looming, that will kill your sport. That will do it. They've done so much to kill it to this point. Changing the rules, trying to shave off five minutes, but while they do that, they're not making the game more accessible to kids. They're not making making highlights more accessible to kids. They're not making you know viewership go up because they still have those stupid blackout rules. Where at, in any part of Canada, you cannot stream a Blue Jays game. In Oklahoma, you know, in southern Oklahoma, no less, you cannot stream a Cardinals game, a Royals game. How is that an area that should be blacked out? The Cardinals and the Royals, where you have to drive six, seven, eight hours to get to the stadium. I get blacking out the Rangers. If you really want to be technical and drive three hours, they'd rather have you do that or watch on your local TV provider. But the blackout rules make no sense. That that helps, or I should say that hurts whenever you're trying to grow the game, to not have games be accessible. You know, it's funny, you can play this game if you want to. You can look up the blackout restrictions on w, on um, MLB.tv.com or whatever, whatever the site is that gets you to the blackouts. Just type in a random area code in, in states that don't have baseball teams, and you'll see how many of them are blacked out. I think Vegas has the entire state of California blacked out. Every team there. And that means every team that travels to play California is gone. That's crazy. That's not how you grow a sport. That's not how... You you should be wanting people to watch your sport. And you can also get into just how terrible they are at marketing their players. I mean, again, I would say right now that more people know the backup point guard for insert NBA team here, I'll give you any team you want to, then know who Mike Trout is by just looking at their face. I, I guarantee you that the man on the street, if you want to do that Jimmy Fallon bit, can name 10 times the NBA players than they can baseball players. I guarantee you. Even though that comparatively, you know, there, you know, Mookie Betts is 10 times the player that Thaddeus Young is, but you're more likely to get Thaddeus Young than Mookie Betts from the man on the street. Baseball has already been regionalized to the point of extinction nationally. However, they have not gotten the hockey treatment, at least in the postseason. If an interesting thing occurs, you will see it the next day on whatever talk show you like, whether it's Dan Patrick or whatever show you like. But after this happens, if there's truly no baseball this year and there's another strike, then that's it. It's hockey. It's it's full-on hockey. They'll have those of you listening right now. They'll have me, and they won't have anyone else. That's what it is. Can you name five hockey players? I can name two. I can name two hockey players. And I'll watch some, some playoff hockey for sure. And that's not saying hockey's a terrible sport. I enjoy watching playoff hockey. But I do not know but two players in hockey. I don't know how the game's played. I don't know what's good and bad outside of scoring goals. Hockey is totally and utterly irrelevant to me until maybe a random night in the playoffs, in the Stanley Cup finals, 
whenever they get that off time to where it's the Stanley Cup day and not the NBA Finals day. Oh yeah, I'll flip it on because there's no NBA Finals game on. Same thing in the Conference Finals, of course. That's what baseball will turn into. That's just infuriating. That this sport has done everything they can to eliminate the younger demographic, to eliminate growing the sport in the name of a quick, of a quick dollar. And it just comes to a boiling point this year where they're going to end the sport, take it out of your subconscious for 18 months. I dare you to stop doing anything in your life for 18 months and see if you miss it by the time you get to that 18-month mark. Heck, by the time you get to the 21-day mark, see if you miss it. See if you miss it. If you love drinking soda, stop drinking soda for 18 months. I promise you, you'll find something else. Coffee, same thing. Whatever it is you enjoy. You know, watching Netflix. I guarantee you, if you stop doing something for 18 months, you'll find something else. Would you return to it? Maybe. But some of you wouldn't. And in a sport that's clinging to a small fan base already, that's not a risk I would be willing to take if I was Rob Manfred, if I was these owners, if I was these players. It is it is unbelievable what's happening in baseball right now. I've said from the moment that this season was put on pause, there is no way we don't have baseball this year. There is no way. In fact, I've said that there's a good chance that baseball is one of the only sports playing because it's outside, because most of the game is spent social distancing, because of the heat, you know, which most of the time eliminates the virus, although we haven't seen that to be true just yet with this virus. And again, outside has been phenomenal in, in controlling the virus. What, what happens is when you go inside is when it really starts to spread. So I, I always thought that, that baseball would happen this year. And to find out today, to find out that it's not going to happen, baseball is, is not going to happen this year, uh, and Rob Manfred's not confident in it happening this year, to find that out today, and to find out that they haven't even broached the subject of a protocol, and in fact, they've actually asked the players to sign away their right to sue the MLB and, and to hold the MLB re- reliable and accountable for them catching coronavirus, that's their big health protocol plan, is disheartening as a, as a fan of the league. And it's awesome to get paid to talk about baseball, but if I was a common fan or this wasn't a job for me, I cannot promise you that I'd still be watching baseball or I'd still care about baseball in 18 months. It's... It's amazing to say that from someone who's loved baseball their entire life. But here we are. I mean, that that part of it is just... It's scary for the sport because I never thought I would get to a point where I'd even remotely want to give up on baseball. But there have been plenty of times in this whole debacle that I've wanted to give up on the sport. That's just... And I, and I promise you, a lot of people have given up on the sport. 
I promise you that. So if I want to leave this with a little bit of optimism, because I do hate the fact that the conversation in recent weeks has had to be so negative. It's had to be so just blah. I would say that I'm still holding out a little bit of hope. Even though Rob Manfred's not, and he looks like a total fool, and even though the, the players are just irate on Twitter and openly campaigning for him to get fired, which is just insane. I never thought that we'd get to a level to where we would see players openly talking about firing their commissioner. But here we are. I'm holding out a little hope that Rob Manfred is using this health protocol issue to create a delay himself. And we talked about it earlier in this podcast. He needs this to get delayed a few more weeks. That way there's only enough time for spring training and 50 games. Because if he enacts a season where you clearly could have played way more than 50 games, he will have a big, big, big grievance on his hands from the players that they did not negotiate in good faith. And the players would win. The players would win. So the tactic to stop negotiating was a fantastic one from the players. It was a fantastic one. And we'll see if Rob can get out of this, but I promise you one thing, if this sport goes dark for 18 months, put a fork in it. The sport is dead. The sport is hockey. Sure, you can still watch it. You can check it out, but nationally, it has zero footprint. It has zero footprint nationally in America. That's where we're at. How the mighty have fallen when it comes to baseball. And even the long gone summer, which is supposed to be this amazing baseball documentary, which it was an amazing documentary in a vacuum, it just makes you sad realizing baseball is never going to have that hold on America, that hold on the national subconscious ever again. It'll never get to that height of popularity ever again. That it was during the steroid era, that it was during the Maguire and Sosa home run chase. It's sad for a sport that we all love. Again, if, you, if you're listening to this podcast during a global pandemic and during what's happening in the world right now and happening in baseball right now, they've got you in your back pocket. They, they've got you in their back pocket at baseball. You're going to be here when baseball returns. You're going to be here at the K. But are there enough of us still here when the dust settles to allow baseball to continue to thrive? To allow baseball to not turn into hockey? Or even worse? I'm not sure of that. You can let me know what you think on Twitter at Rylan underscore styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. And be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked on Royals.